Welcome to Radical Entrepreneurship, a podcast all about how to build a resilient business through change. I'm your host, Natalia Amador, business coach helping entrepreneurs overcome cultural and societal barriers by teaching them how to build a profitable business. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode two of Radical Entrepreneurship. Today, I'm going to be coaching you through how to succeed in business during COVID-19. So today, what I want to do is that I want to coach you on two different things. So we're going to be talking about you as the entrepreneur and how you can succeed during this time. And then we're also going to be looking at your business and how to make your business succeed during this time. It's really important for us to look at both of those things because at the end of the day, you are the one who is running the business and what you decide is true and what you decide is possible and how far you decide you want to go will determine how far the business is going to go. And that's why for me, it's really important to start by taking a look at you and where you are with all of this. And really lay that as the foundation of how you're going to make your business succeed. So what I want to do is I want to start by looking at you and giving you three questions that I want you to ask yourself and kind of dive into these questions as well to really help you consider how you can position yourself to succeed during this time. So the first thing I want to start with is by asking yourself the question, how are you viewing success right now? Do you believe that it's possible for you to succeed right now as an entrepreneur? Have you even allowed that to be a possibility in your mind? Or is it something that you have decided isn't even an option? Have you decided to remove that from the table and to say that this is a time of crisis and that this is a time where you have to shrink back, where maybe you've decided that failure is inevitable because at the end of the day, like this is a decision that you get to make, right? Because both are true. Failure can be true and success can also be true, But it all comes down to what you have decided for yourself and what you have decided you want to be true. I can give you evidence. Um, I have facts that success can be real and attainable right now. Um, My clients are making sales. I am making sales. Um, In the last podcast episode, I shared a little tiny bit of my crazy travel experience And in the midst of that craziness, I managed to book um, calls and clients. I booked two new one-on-one clients. I booked people into my coaching program. I came back to discovery calls. And it's funny because it's almost inevitable that every time I travel or go on vacation, I book new clients. But I'm making sales right now through this pandemic. My clients are making sales. 
And the reality is that there are a lot of businesses, yes, who have closed their doors. And there are also a lot of businesses who are succeeding and thriving and opening their doors and launching right now. And so what I want you to see is that there are two possibilities and that you can decide which reality you want to live in. So I really want you to ask yourself, you know, which one are you choosing to believe right now? Because the reality is that it's always been possible to succeed, whether it's now through this pandemic or without the pandemic, failure has been an option and success has been an option. And success has always been possible the same way that it is possible right now. But it really just comes down to what have you been telling yourself? What have you been believing for yourself? And what have you been embracing? Okay, so the next question that I want you to ask yourself is how are you viewing yourself as a person through this? So as an individual, as a human being, what are the stories What is the narrative that you have been telling yourself? Are you viewing yourself as a victim? Are you viewing yourself as somebody who has been defeated? Are you viewing yourself as someone that the world is out to get? Somebody who may be the universe or God or whatever you believe in has never had their back really take a moment to notice and kind of ask yourself that question of how have I been viewing myself as a human being having this human experience? What have I allowed this to say about me? What thoughts have been circling my mind? What feelings, what emotions have come up? Because that is what we bring into our business. It's inevitable that we are going to bring ourselves into our business as a person. And so it's good to do this inner work and to pause and reflect and to really ask ourselves, like, what is coming up for me that I need to deal with or process or look at or feel or release? Because otherwise, I bring that with me into my business. This is an area that I personally recommend, um, you know, doing that, doing that deep inner work um, for yourself. Um, It's something that I would advise doing like with a therapist um, and somebody who is experienced and can guide you through this. I personally want to guide you more deeply into the next part, the next question, which is, How are you viewing yourself as an entrepreneur, right? Because I'm not a therapist, I'm a business coach, and this is where I can really support you. And I think that you need to look at yourself outside of entrepreneurship because that's the energy and the being that you're going to bring into your business. But I also think that it's important to look at yourself in the role of an entrepreneur, in the role of a business owner because that's what you are. When you're looking at yourself as an entrepreneur, I want you to ask yourself, 
if you can view yourself as an innovative and resilient entrepreneur. Because in the same way that you have decided or created a certain narrative around this is who I am as a person going through this global crisis, you have also created a narrative around who you are as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner going through this global crisis. For example, some of you might have already decided that you're a failure or that you can't succeed or you might even be telling yourself stories of I knew I shouldn't have done this or I knew I wouldn't have succeeded or whatever it is that's coming up for you. And I really want to encourage you to have a mindset shift and to ask yourself, can I actually be an entrepreneur who is innovative and who is resilient and who does not need to be a victim of what is happening in the world or of their circumstances or of the challenges that come my way because the reality is that we always experience challenges and that one of the calls of being an entrepreneur is to be a problem solver. So yes, right now we are, for many of us, we are facing a huge problem. However, we have the ability to problem solve, right? We have the tools to navigate crisis and to process and to heal and to rise up. So what does it look like to have this mindset shift, right? Because that's what I want you to do. I want you to get clear on how you've been viewing yourself as an entrepreneur. Take the time to sit down, to journal around this, to really ask yourself how you've been viewing yourself and take a look at that. And then I want you to write down who you actually want to be and see who that is in comparison to who you have maybe decided you're going to be, you know, out of like default, what your old patterns, your old habits have pulled you back into. And instead, we're going to look at what it looks like to be a resilient and innovative entrepreneur. So being resilient is being somebody who is able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. I love to think of being resilient as something that you can bounce back from, you know, so I like to picture a ball that's bouncing and it's like, you can bounce back, you can always bounce back regardless of how this has hit you, regardless of the position it has put you in, regardless of what you've had to face or the changes that have come your way, it is always possible for you to bounce back. That is what being resilient is, is that even in hardship, even when something knocks you down, even when something that you didn't plan for comes up, even when a problem you didn't intend for shows up, you have the ability to work through it and to bounce back from it. Now, what does it look like to be innovative? Being innovative is being somebody who has new methods, who is original, who is advanced, who introduces new ideas, new thinking. I personally love the word advanced because 
I was doing a training for my clients the other day and I was talking about how right now we have all as entrepreneurs, anyone that's a business owner, big or small, we have all been put on the same level playing field in many ways, right? Like in the sense that nobody has ever been through this before. Not any big corporation, not any small corporation, not any small business, not any solopreneur. Nobody has been through this ever before in their lifetime. So none of us have this perfect blueprint for how to navigate it. And we've all been put on the same level playing field when it comes to figuring out how to navigate this crisis as entrepreneurs. So in a sense, we have all been put at the start line and some people have chosen to sit on the sidelines, which is totally fine. Like, you know, permission to do what is best for you during this time. And other people have gotten stuck at the start line because they don't know how to move forward. Others have started running, walking, jogging. But what it all comes back to is that because we've all been put back into the same position, there are some of us who maybe are smaller in the business world who, ha- who now have the opportunity to advance and to become leaders to become thought leaders and to become people who innovate and who shift things in the industry and who make a change and make an impact and come up with new ways of doing things after going through a crisis. And the reality is that this is something that we can do even without crisis. And I personally love the idea of stepping into this role of being innovative, regardless of what's happening in the world. But now with this crisis, we are kind of being forced to be innovative, right? Some people are being forced to do that. And I'm going to talk more about that when we dive into the business piece. But I love the fact that we can be innovative as entrepreneurs. And I've always loved the idea and have really stepped into the idea of creating my own methods and my own strategies and creating something from inside of myself to give others versus copying and pasting what everybody else is teaching, right? And really stepping into that ability that we all have of creating. You are a creative being And you have the ability to create new things. Everything that exists in this world was created by someone. It started as an idea. It came from a problem. It came from a need that existed in the world. And somebody decided to be creative and to create something new and to solve a problem or to make things better or easier or faster or improved or different. And this is an opportunity to do that. To give you an example of what this looks like, I myself went through this process at the beginning of this year. So there wasn't a crisis. However, this very well could happen in a crisis where I decided to finally, truly get aligned with myself 
and do what I believe to be true. So I have been a, a business coach for a few years now. I've been an entrepreneur for longer than that. And in that time, I have when I, when I chose to fully step into the coaching world, there were a lot of things that I saw and experienced that did not align with me. Some of those things were either like methods of selling or um, ways of positioning ourselves. Um, one of the things I really have not aligned with that I don't believe is wrong, it just simply is not for me at this time, is the idea of charging high ticket. Now, again, I don't have anything against it. I have helped my clients increase their pricing. I have clients that sell high ticket and do really well with it. And I have absolutely nothing against it. I think that everyone needs to do what works for them. And um, and yeah, I have nothing against it. However, it didn't align with me. And it's something that I tried to force myself to do for a long time. And I struggled with it because it wasn't an alignment for me. And then finally, at the beginning of this year, I decided that I was going to shift things, that I was going to shake things up in my industry, and that I was going to offer affordable coaching. Now, if you are in the business world, if you are in the coaching world, you know that affordable is a bad word right? Like in the business world, you do not use the word affordable. It's all about high ticket and increasing your prices and you're not charging enough and you don't know your worth. And here's the thing, like I have done the mindset work. I have dug into money mindset and sales mindset and I know my value and I know my worth. And I know that as an experienced entrepreneur who has built three successful businesses that I could be charging high ticket. However, that did not align with me. And when I finally chose to embrace that and step into my industry and say, you know what, instead of going high ticket, I'm going to go affordable because I personally believe in this new idea that does not exist yet that affordable and high ticket can coexist. And I believe in this idea of making coaching attainable to everyone because of how much I believe in it and how much I believe that coaching can really accelerate your success and your results. But I also understand that not everyone has money mindset problems and some people really just don't have the money. And so I decided to come in with this new idea and I had to, I spent some time really just sitting with myself because I knew that if I was going to come into the coaching world and make coaching attainable and affordable while still being in line with one of my core beliefs, which is that every business needs to be profitable, I knew that I was going to have to come up with something completely new and different that did not already exist because I was bringing in an idea that was non-existent. So it took me weeks, but I sat there with my whiteboard 
and I wrote down ideas and I brainstormed and I created different business models and offers and ran calculations and numbers and tried to figure out how to do this in a way that was different and that would work and that I could still take care of myself and be profitable while leaning into this new idea. And that's how my affordable month-to-month coaching program came to be, the Start to Scale Incubator. But I had to first get into alignment and ask myself what was true for me and then create the space for me to be innovative and to create something new that was birthed out of me and that aligned with this belief and this idea that I had. And then I had to be bold enough to go into my industry and to share this belief that I knew would not be loved and accepted by everyone and be bold enough to do that and make this new offer knowing exactly what negative thoughts or comments others would have. And the beauty was that I was actually very embraced and was surprised at how many positive comments I got and how much positive feedback I received um, and other coaches and people I've never heard of reaching out and connecting with me and telling me how grateful they were that somebody was finally creating the space for this. And obviously not everyone loved it, but honestly, there was more love than hate. But more importantly, it was me stepping into my truest self and really aligning myself with my core beliefs and then aligning my business to that. And that is exactly what this episode is about, is aligning to your truest self your realest self, your highest self, and then aligning your business to that. So now that we have an idea of who you need to be, I want to transition into the business part, right? So what do you need to do to succeed with your business? And like always, I'm going to give you some really practical action steps you can take. And as we dive into the business piece I want to share with you guys because again like some of you your brain needs facts others need mindset shifts and feelings and that's why I'm sharing a mix of both because I think that with the facts and with the evidence and with the inspiration with the strategy with the encouragement when all of that comes together it can really create that shift for you but I have a list here of 13 companies that started during a recession, okay? So we're going through, obviously, this crisis, this global pandemic. So some people are believing that it's not possible to succeed. Maybe that's the narrative you've been telling yourself that your business can't succeed. But I'm going to read you a list of businesses that started during a recession, that started during a crisis, so that you can see that it is possible. So here are some of those companies. General Electric, General Motors, IBM, Disney, HP, Hyatt, Trader Joe's, FedEx, Microsoft, and then a few others that started 
right before a major economic meltdown were Google, Salesforce, and Facebook. As we know, those are some of the biggest companies and very successful companies, and they all started during a time of crisis. So my question to you is, who can you be during this time of crisis, and what can your business become during this time? Because I think it's all about transformation, right? It's about transforming yourself into the person that you need to be and transforming your business into the business it needs to be to achieve the result that you want to obtain. So here's the practical action steps. After speaking with my clients, okay, I actually got on the phone with all 35, 30-ish plus clients, had one-on-one calls with them because I was like, this is new. I'm trying to figure out how to navigate this for myself as a coach, and I want to make sure I know how to support others. So I did my research in talking to everyone, identifying the different businesses that that are out there, the different industries, the, the right action steps to take. And there are three different categories that I was able to identify that businesses need to step into in order to succeed right now. So I want you to listen to this from the perspective of a business owner and to ask yourself which of these you need to do with your business right now. The first category is being consistent. Okay, and I actually found that I would say about 90% of my clients fall within this category. And because of that, I'm going to assume that the majority of you will also fall into this category. Being consistent. If you are an online business owner, if you are a service provider, who provides an online service, you definitely fall into this category. What I found when I was talking to my clients who were online business owners was that for the majority of them, all they need to do right now is keep showing up. All they need to do right now is continue being consistent, continue doing what they're already doing. And for some of you, that's the hard work, right? And I say hard work because I know that everything has shifted externally. I know that we are in a crisis. I know that some of you are um, having to take care of your kids from home or working from home or you lost your job or whatever the case may be. So being consistent, one, is already hard for a lot of people. And then two can become difficult or even more challenging in the middle of a pandemic. So the beautiful thing, though, is that for a lot of you, like your business is already set up to survive and thrive through something like this, you know, because you're online already. Your business maybe already is set up to not have to really change anything, but can offer its services online or can show up online and practice social distancing. So I want you to look at your business and ask yourself, like, do I even need to change anything or 
can I actually still continue to do what I'm doing? And I just need to be consistent. I need to watch my mindset and I need to do the inner work and I need to take care of myself and practice self-care so that I can keep showing up in my business right now. Maybe that's your job at this moment. For someone like me who's a coach, this hasn't impacted my business at all. Why? Because I already run everything online. I already work from home. I, you know, I'm still like my work has just been to take care of myself and double up on self-love and continue to be consistent and take care of myself so that I can lead my clients through this. And that's a lot of you. If that's not true for you, the second category is shifting. Okay, so there are some of you who maybe provide services in person or you were doing something that you're no longer able to do. However, maybe you can still do it, but you have to shift the way that you do it. So the way that I was explaining this to my clients was looking at it from the lens of looking at the core of what your business is and what you offer and what you sell and how you show up and serve and maybe just changing the container. So for a lot of you, this looks like maybe shifting your business to be online, right? So maybe previously you didn't do that. Maybe it was more in person or all in person. And now you're being called to step into the online world, which is totally fine and actually great because that is where our world is anyway. And you probably um, were going to, you know, shift into the online space at some point. So the only thing that's happening is you're simply being moved in that direction, maybe sooner than you anticipated. So be open to that and ask yourself, like, how can I shift this and move into the online space or make whatever shifts are necessary to still be able to sell what I sell? Now, the third and final category is being innovative. Unfortunately, there are some of you who are not able to keep doing what you're doing. Maybe it has become completely irrelevant during this time. And, you know, it's a bummer and it's hard to have to face that. However... This does not need to mean that it's the end of your business or that it's the end of your entrepreneurial journey, but really maybe this is a beautiful beginning of something new. Maybe this is the opportunity to innovate and to do something different and to create something new. Much like I was saying earlier when I was talking about innovation, you know, this is where you get to introduce and create new ideas, whether it's in your industry or in society or in the globe um, or in the business world. Like this is your opportunity to rise up and to shine and to say, what can I do? What new problems have come to the surface with this? And how can I show up to solve them? How can I show up to serve and support people through this? Um, and be innovative and create something new that is going to help change the world, that is going to help solve somebody's problem because it does not have to be the end of your journey if you do not want it to be. 
and you can give yourself the permission to keep going and to keep building. So I want to encourage you to really identify, you know, do your own inner work, identify where you are, and then identify where your business is. Maybe you need to do a little bit of more than one category. Maybe you need to be consistent and shift a little bit. Maybe you want to be innovative. Um, But whatever the case may be, I want to encourage you to do that inner work. Because remember, that's what you're bringing into your business. That's the energy you come in with. That's the person running the show. And then really get clear on where your business is in the midst of all of this and show up and do that work, whether it's being consistent, shifting, or innovating. You've got this. You can do it. You can succeed through it regardless of which one you have to do. Failure does not have to be your only option. You absolutely can decide what happens. You get to create your own story. So be empowered by that and decide what you need to do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast and are interested in working with me on your business, I want to invite you into my affordable month-to-month coaching program called the Start to Scale Incubator. It's a high vibe tribe of entrepreneurs where I provide daily coaching, weekly live trainings, monthly group coaching calls, access to my business academy, and so, so much more for only $47 a month. I promise it will change your business and your life. And hey, if for some reason it's not the right fit for you, you can cancel at any time. What I can promise you is that I will personally be coaching you on how to build your business in an aligned, intuitive, and profitable way. Join us by visiting socialbusinessbosses.com forward slash STS incubator. I hope to see you in there.